Coco Vinny with Coco Tess. Welcome to Boss to Boss Podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks a lot. I'm doing great. We're here at the uh, Thrive Conference live, and uh, thanks for having me on the. Uh, I'm one of the chief coconuts in charge at Coco Taps, and so I'm kind of a boss, a cocoa boss, I guess you could say. <laughs> Great to see you. One of the chief cocoa uh, cocoa nuts in charge, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so tell me the story. Everybody that's uh, that's tuning in, we are live here at Thrive, by the way, and this is a special special episode that we're doing here. I got to meet Coco Vinny himself, uh, the chief, the chief, right? Chief uh, Coconut in chief charge. Coconut. That's uh, CCIC is my acronym for my title. Um, basically, we just uh, we do whatever it takes. We're we're Coco committed to the cause. Yes. We're, um, we're live in Las Vegas, which is my hometown. Uh, we're the first zero waste certified company in Las Vegas. I was on Shark Tank. Yes, you were. So, uh, we that invented was a couple f- years ago, right? Yes, yes. That was season nine, episode 12. Season so, nine, episode 12, everybody. Yeah, we should check that out. Fresh tapped coconuts. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool um, to see the adoption and people loving the coconuts here at the show. Yeah, and especially, so everybody, uh, it's CocoTaps.com. Yep, CocoTaps.com. Or, or at CocoTaps for you, F-O-R for you, or yes. at CocoVinny, whether you're looking at Facebook, Instagram, yeah, you name pretty it. Pretty easy to find. Just yeah. Google CocoTaps or CocoVinny, you can find us pretty easy. And they got some cool, uh, they got some cool footage. They got pictures of people utilizing the CocoTaps, yeah. coconuts. All and, kinds uh, of Coco-crazy activities. Crazy, crazy stuff. I love it. Yeah. And you might hear some background noise. We are here live at Thrive, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, a lot of good stuff happening right now. But uh, tell us, so you, you took the coconut, you took the coconut trend, the coconut life, and you made it into something so much more bigger than just the <laughs> coconut. Like, tell us the story of what you did with a single coconut. Well, so the, the story is, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention. And at the time, I didn't like any of the packaged coconut water. So I just thought I hated coconuts. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I f- really tried a fresh coconut, I was blown away. And I, I thought that... Uh, Where was that? That was in Long Beach, California. Okay. And I thought that I didn't like them. So uh, I started cracking open coconuts, knife and a hammer, just cracking them open. Can and imagine I, that. I broke my stepdad's knife on a coconut which is a true story. He was super upset with me because mm-hmm. I chipped the teeth off of it. And I beat the hell out of it. I didn't even know I was using his prized possession knife, but that's where it started. Then I invented the uh, the Cocoa Tap Toolkit, which is a toolkit you can basically make a hole in the coconut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's where it started. And then now we have a full B2B zero waste beverage distribution company in Las Vegas. We deliver to all the resorts on the strip and mm-hmm. we have convenience stores and Special events like this one. I mean, we're selling coconuts right here for 10 bucks today and really and fun. You said a part of that goes towards... Uh, part of that's going to the uh, Cole Hatter Foundation. Uh, he picks different charities that he supports. So Yes, yes, which now I think it's Model Citizen, right? They're supporting, yep, which is some great shot out there, like right, right by yeah, us. <laughs> right over there, yeah. So. Which is help, uh, helps with trafficking, right, in, uh, in Mexico. I believe, I believe right. so, yeah. The, the, a lot of the kids and a lot of the children... And, so just good uh, stuff. It's a great cause. And, and I mean, you definitely found like a good niche because coconuts blew up. Like you, you, coconuts are used for everything now. So yeah. I, I love that. And then, but to open them is not easy. No, it's not. no. And well, you know, there's a lot of problems that come with packaging coconut water, the plastic mm-hmm. bottles, the Tetra packs. None of those are hardly getting recycled or repurposed or reused. Nothing. It's just material that's in the ecosystem that's hurting the oceans and 
it's, it's no good. So leveraging and partnering with Mother Nature is what our company is all about. Like I said, we're the first zero waste company. Um, so yeah, we're solving problems and, and you know, we, every problem that comes up, we do our best to just partner with mother nature and solve it, you know? And you said zero waste and you, you, t- you told me, you showed me something cool, how you use corn, right? In, oh yeah. Uh, one of so, your products. So, so we have a, a corn, corn based, uh, tap mm-hmm. that's coming out. It's specifically designed for the, uh, cruise ship industry where basically this can, if it ends up in the ocean, it's not going to hurt the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bury it and it'll get eaten by the worms and it's fully a corn maze uh, material. So not plastic, not petroleum based. It's based on corn. Yeah, this thing so, will blow your mind. When you see this, it's a tap for the coconut. You, after you drill in it, right, you stick, stick yep, this in to drink out of it? It dreads right in. And, just, yep, and this thing is made out of corn and you would never, ever believe it. It's crazy. <laughs> it looks like straight up, yeah. you know, manufactured, at, like... Yep, we took, we took the corn material to our injection molder, and we've been testing, and we're still in R&D. This is launching in a, mm-hmm. probably in the next few months, but uh, it's, it's coming along, you know? So tell us, when was that moment in your life, though, when you're like, I'm done with this. I'm not working for anybody. I'm starting up a business. <laughs> I'm going to be my own boss. Right, so, I'm going to take control. When so, was that moment? Um, the moment was young. When I was 16 years old, my mm-hmm. father went to prison. And he went away. We lost everything, Uh, houses, cars. We went from, you know, riches to rags when my dad went away. And um, so I worked two full-time jobs and I was going to school. And we still couldn't make ends meet. And that's when I knew right then and there that um, it was... I had to work for myself. So I started my first company at 17. I started a massage therapy company. I was a licensed therapist real young. And... uh, by the time I was 18, I was able to buy my mom and sister uh, a house that we could live in. Oh, wow. Seriously? And then, yeah, seriously. That was my first house. And then... Um, Not many do much before they're 18. No, I was they, already deep. They, they become uh, ranked in Halo online. Yeah. That's about it. No, I was deep in the water wow. building business and committed to mm-hmm. you know being the head of the household. And um, so, like I said, necessity is the mother of invention. I knew what I had to do and take care of my family, you know, my mom, my little sister's only like six. So I just did what I had to do um, instead of feeling sorry for myself or, you know, whatever, just find a problem, solve it. And that was a big problem for us. So that was when I first learned my power. Um, They said my father would never get out of prison. They told me it was impossible to get him out. Really? Uh, they gave him 25 years to life. Um, and you played a role in that, though. Uh, not, not, not in him getting in prison. Not in get in, but so... <laughs> getting out. When, um, when I went to the top attorneys in town, mm-hmm. they said, kid, you don't have any money, and even if you had $2 million, we can't get your dad out. They said, impossible. That's crazy. So I take that as, okay, it might be impossible for you. So I lobbied the Supreme Court in Nevada, and... In about eight years, it took me. I got him out. I got him pardoned. Wow. So that was one of wow. the another hurdle. How did you get through that hurdle? Like when they told you not even a few million dollars would get him out. What even kept you going at that point? I just didn't believe him. I just knew that it was. I, I had decided when you make a decision mm-hmm. to do something. If you truly decide, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. You decided it's going to happen. You you have that definiteness of purpose. You know, you just got to go. And don't think too much. Don't listen to the mm-hmm. noise. Just go. Yeah. Just make it happen. So that's definitely something with mindfulness, right? Is that something that you practice, it sounds like? Mindfulness, kind of? yeah. Uh, when you, what you think, what you speak, and what you believe becomes your reality. And just 
just got to think good thoughts and, and think new thoughts all the time and, and just innovate. Nothing's set in stone. Yeah. And then when, when he got out, did you feel like, wow, I accomplished everything. I got him out of jail, out of prison. That, that's it. Or, or does that mean that uh, when, when, he, when he came out of, uh, of prison, was that yeah. something that you used then as like, I want it, that's it, I'm done? Or was it, uh, was there more to it? So when, when, I, when, I, got, when I got him out? Or yeah. What, so when I got him out, Sometimes, I just, you know, you plateau, like you, you get to the top of the, top of the mountain. Yeah, and, and you just, you know, I, I really had just decided and um, that no matter what it is that I wanted, that it wasn't impossible. So they're just like little data points, like they prove to you your power. And so that's really what I did. Um, I just, from there on out, you're almost invincible because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you, you know what your power is, you know? And um, I got a great business idea now. You got me really thinking because I'm wondering. So you did it. You had a massage company back then, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And now you uh, now you're the coconut master. You're the, co- <laughs> you're the chief coconut king here. And what have you started giving massages and having sip, sip the coconut. coconuts as you're getting a massage? Definitely. That. That's uh, like I, a straight up resort. I've had you know. uh, um, friends and who are massage therapists. We're going to be doing things like that at like conventions and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just fun. It goes together. It's the ultimate vacation beverage. So if you want to relax and hydrate and be healthy, massage goes right with it. So yeah, it's because yeah, we sell these at spas, like mm-hmm. the Bellagio spa is going to be offering this soon. Really? Yeah. So you get a massage, you get a fresh coconut at the end, just hydrate or after the gym, mm-hmm. just good stuff. And how do you, how do you prefer yours? How do you, how do you, My how do you coconut? drink your coconut? Um, I drink it fresh, just fresh, cold, right from the tap, like after the post-workout. Um, if I'm on vacation, just there's no wrong way to eat that there's, there's Reese's, no man. It's, just, it's really good. <laughs> That's good, right? I mean, it's like a Reese's, but now into a coconut. Like, yeah. There's really no wrong way in the benefits and uses. It's yeah. And I mean, crazy. If, if, you know, if you have any kind of um, spirit, like a Bacardi Lime or like or, a... Um, like a a Ciroc like Coca Colada. <laughs> you, you drop that in. That is the. It's like peanut butter and chocolate mixed together. I mean, it's just amazing. You have to try that next time. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but kind of just moving all past that. Someone like like me um, that's here, you know, seeing man like I wish I could get on on Shark Tank or like there's yeah. there's so many people out there. You know, how was it getting on there and then the exposure afterwards? Like. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? So it took me a year and a half and probably thousands of hours to get on to Shark Tank. Thousands of hours? Thousands. From the application to Mm -hmm. the preparing the pitches to standing in line to going through the whole process and then hearing nothing from them. And I started over and I just, I, I would submit and pitch again and... You, go, you could wear that hat if you wanted to, man. It looks good. It'd be you look, know what? Other I, way. You're going, I, yeah. <laughs> I never really don't wear these things, but I think I have to. Oh, dude, that's great. Yeah. That's good, everybody. So there you go. Coco Miro in the house. There it is. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I I, um, I had to just work it tremendously hard. There's 100,000 applicants that I had to beat to get on that wow. show. And you got to bring he- tremendous amount of energy. You got to shake the world when you bring that pitch and was so, it so was it a lot of videos you were doing i did um a live one minute pitch in mm-hmm. person uh, there was an open audition in la i did that didn't get anywhere there well i got somewhere they called me back mm-hmm. 
they had me fill out mountains of paperwork. Then they um, called me back in and said, oh, we need a 10-minute video now, and it has to do this, this, and this, and this. So I had to prepare this whole big pitch, sent that in, and then they just went dark. So then... For how long? It was for eternity. Uh, and, and then they did another open audition in Vegas. So I started over. I went and did my one minute pitch again. I got another call back, more mountain of paperwork. I did everything again. And then did they even remember you from the first time or it was like, pretty I don't much know. All over? I don't know, but everything was new hey, again. And it's just like resilience. You kept going, it. just keep going, going keep going. Mm -hmm. And then finally I shook it loose and I got a call back. And then there was just so many things that just thousands of hours. And then tell me when you finally got there, was yeah. you, did you get the butterflies? Did you, oh my God. was your heart pounding? Like how was it being up there with everyone? So you get one shot, you get one take yeah. when they say action. Oh, there, you, you can't go. redo that take? There's no redos. They say, if you mess up, keep going. You just go. And we, I, uh, for the first time I came in singing, playing the ukulele, <laughs> did my pitch. You were that guy. <laughs> and then, you know, it was about, they, they hammer you for about an hour questions questions mm -hmm. an hour of hammering questions oh but they, they only put it down to like seven eight minutes so Seriously? it's intense i was in front of those guys for almost an hour i did not know that yeah how did you they, they squash it down so there's a lot that didn't get in there but yeah. yeah how did you feel like at the end like did you ever connect with any of them afterwards no or? never not even talked to anybody after that they all went out i picked up my ukulele and sang out of the room i don't know if you guys have seen that episode but um yeah, I came like in singing. No, I left singing, and but like you don't really do like a greet after um nothing, after it. Nothing, never right? see him again. And it's crazy. Well, after they all went out, I was extremely disappointed and shocked that they mm -hmm. didn't do a deal with me. I had it. I thought I had a lock. So um, I got to the back back of the set, and I just sat down. And after all the adrenaline came down, I was like deeply hurt. And so I was crying and I was like, all this raw emotion was coming out. I was just disappointed because I thought, man, all that work. Yeah. And I thought I had no plan B, you know, I was just like, this is going to happen. And it didn't. And so, but it, it, it shaped me and molded me into what I really needed to be and do. After that, I took a step back and it helped me to take a break. It, it helped me distill my purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and it helped me figure out exactly who we are as a company and why we are and why the sharks wouldn't even be good for us because they aren't in alignment with our, with our mission and our vision. A lot of them are just trying to flip money real get quick. Get money and just, move on. Just, and just as fast as they can get their money back mm -hmm. is all they care about. So we're definitely deep rooted into the planet, healthy people, healthy planet, uh, zero waste. We're just committed to it. All the way. And since then, do you feel like you've grown even more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, that we've, in, right? we've gone uh, 4X where we were. Mm -hmm. um, we're about to go 100X with uh, with our Ocean Safe Taps. And if we go into the cruise ship industry, it's going to go next, next level. So Yeah, that definitely is next level. Like, I don't, I don't know how often I come across something like that. I mean, you caught my, like, there, there's, there's other vendors, there's other places, you know, at the events, but nobody else caught my, caught my eyes as much as this. I mean, and then you yeah. also, uh, you label the coconuts too, right? Yeah, we brand them. We have a whole, at our facility, we have 12,000 square facility. Mm -hmm. we, we custom brand, tap, deliver right out of our facility. It's pretty pretty fun. And it's all innovated yeah. by us. We've, and it's we've all made in the USA Made in too, the USA. Right? Everything is manufactured from our taps to our toolkits to our everything. Localized. Do you feel, you feel that plays a big role in business nowadays? Um, 
I don't, I don't know if people care too much on the front. It's good mm -hmm. for me. It just feels right and it feels better. And it's, if something goes wrong, I'm not far from any of my vendors so I can solve problems That's faster. Something. I don't have to speak Mandarin. I don't have to get on a plane <laughs> and 24 hours of travel. I'm in the car and I'm getting stuff done and I'm fixing it. And that's what I like. Yeah, so, I like that because, you know, I'm personally dealing with kind of the opposite right now. And, and it is a hassle. Like, you know, you got to wait that 24 hours or whatever, 12 hours for a reply. Yeah. If something's wrong, like, what are you going to do now? Ship it back? Let's no. wait another month. And yeah, it would have been wrong again. It's, all areas, the carbon footprint, the shipping, all these different things that are just, it's just better to localize as much as you can. Yeah, and that's one thing I didn't even think about uh, as much, the carbon footprint alone of ships, right? And Yeah, diesel, diesel fuel on the water, no good. Uh, we're doing our best to cut that as much as we can. We're even looking into um, switching vendors from Thailand mm -hmm. to Belize to cut about 5,000 miles off of that transportation. For just the coconuts, right? Yep, for the coconut sourcing. Um that's a little to, hard. You can't just get those. In no, we can't grow them. In, if we could grow them in California, I'd be retired already. But um, <laughs> yeah, we're really. Don't they in like Hawaii maybe? No? Hawaii has no industrial supply of coconuts right now. In fact, that's what we're looking into. Uh, we want to have our own regenerative organic farms is the big cocoa dream is to own farms in Hawaii and Puerto Rico. So we could localize even more, create more jobs in the USA. GDP growth, instead of us being a net importer of coconuts, we could become a net exporter. So I have big plans long term when mm -hmm. we get the right, you know, impact investors behind us and get that that whole adoption and support. We're going to we're going to do it. Oh, I love that plan. Love that idea. I uh, definitely definitely something that I'm surprised isn't even like more known about. So I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like it's don't only really matter think time. about circular economic models as much mm -hmm. yet, but that's the future. That's the only thing that's going to preserve us as a species on planet is we have to totally close the loop and become circular economic to where there's no waste. Mm -hmm. Naturally, Mother Nature, her systems create zero waste in nature. There's no waste. But when you have segmented man-made systems, it creates waste and you have things that don't connect. When you, when you disconnect the dots, nothing works together. But the way that things were designed in nature all work together. Yeah, I so. recently just heard something that supposedly the same amount of water is on Earth that has been on Earth hundreds of years ago or something like that. And it blew my mind. I was like, say air. what? Yeah, it goes in the air. It comes back you know, always. It, but it's a cycle. if we don't have soil... You're talking mm -hmm. about water. If you don't build soil, the water just bounces right off. If, if, you, if it rains in the desert, it bounces right off the ground, goes right back in the atmosphere. But if you have soil, then the water just absorbs, and that's how you create microclimates. Mm -hmm. And they call it a rainforest. For a reason, right? Because it, it rains more where there's forest because of the soil and the, and the humidity stays in that, in that ecosystem. So a rainforest is because... It rains more because that forest makes it rain. Yeah, I'm getting a, little, getting a little lesson today. See, this, this is why I do podcasting. You never know what you're going to learn, whether it's yeah. something new about coconuts or the rainforest. You know, it's always something. So, uh, yeah. pleasure to hear that. But uh, so, kind of lastly, you know, where I was a couple of years ago, sitting there in that cubicle and just, you know, I, I didn't want to go on anymore. I couldn't do it anymore. How, what would you tell someone like me, someone that, that might be listening that's experiencing the same moment, trying to, you know, see what else is out there. And maybe the entrepreneur life, is that for them or not? Any word I would of advice? Say, I would say, um, think less and do more. Don't get your data from your thoughts, get the data from your actions and 
really, if you, if you have a thought that says, well, maybe I should do this. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it anymore. Just do that. And then record the data after the action. Mm-hmm. Cause they, it, I think you got to flip it on its head. People want all the answers. Everybody wants all the answers on the, on the front. It doesn't work that way. You got to get the answers on the back. You got to jump to see if you can fly. You can't think about flying. You have to like fly. That. You have to fly to fly. And you will flop, right? I mean, there's definitely going to be times. You, you have to fall to fly sometimes, so but yeah. you got to fly, not think about flying. You got to fly. You got to get behind the cockpit. You got to flap those wings. You got to do it. And you got to make that jump, that action step. Uh, I heard something, and I don't know where I heard it from, but it says, if you want to change the way you feel and change your reality, mm-hmm. you have to act before you think. Because thoughts create hesitation. Act before you think. So move before you think about moving. Just move. And then you're going to be like in a different place. So like we say, all right, so if I'm in point A and I want to go to point B, I don't think about going to point B. Mm-hmm. I just go to point B before I think about going to point B. It's weird. Hey, you, you got have me to, really thinking right you now. Have I'm to not going to lie. You have to act before you think, though. Most people want to have all the answers. And yeah, they're more you process have driven. The, and yeah. I don't know. I it's didn't natural, know. right? I, I mean, you want to know what you're getting yourself into at times. I mean, and yeah, but that not. just creates more fear. I didn't know anything about coconuts. I didn't know much about anything. I never built a product. I never, all the stuff that I've built here, I knew nothing about. And perfect example, somebody came to me with a bracelet yeah. a month ago. She's a, a young lady in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never thought about having my own bracelets, but today I launched the Coco Love bracelet. We've sold a ton of them today. Really? And I designed this from scratch in oh, less man. than a month. And uh, They are interesting. It's, it's, something- a, it's a Coco Love bracelet. I never knew anything about bracelets. I never thought about it, mm-hmm. but I just did it. And I said, okay, give me 20 of them. I'm almost sold out today. And it's like, it proved, you don't think about bracelets, you just do them. And you find somebody who can help you or whatever and... It just happens. And you're you're already here anyway, so it's like it's like you using your network, right? Why not? Yeah, I just tried it. And I just try it. Just try <laughs> it. I'm so shocked that people are buying them because I'm like, you really want one? They're like, yeah, I want one. And so it's just like it's they fun. Caught, they caught my eye as well. Sure. Interesting. So, and it's made you never with, know, right? It's made with Coco Love. My intention and my passion is that way. You know, you have a good What does that mean? Um Coco Love um is basically an energy that cares about people, cares about planet, and is just in balance, you know, like, you know, Coco Love. It's simple. It's like, you know, the the love for the coconut is so pure for me, and the coconut represents such purity, and and I think in Hinduism, it it represents your ego. When you crack into a coconut, you're like letting go of your ego right. and getting back into your purity. It's just weird, cool stuff. And, and so th- at the end of the day, uh, I would tell anybody sitting in a cubicle right now to make more moves. Think less thoughts, make more moves. And drink more coconuts. Get tapped in. Yeah. <laughs> Tap your coconuts. I love it, sure. love it. Oh, man. Well, now it's on to the listener's favorite favorite segment of the show. Yeah. Welcome to the <laughs> round with no name because they're all taken. So you will have five seconds, five seconds to initiate an answer. We, we, we want you to take action here. Now okay. think about it. Okay. We're going to just go through a few quick questions, get to know a little bit more about right. you. Cool. Without further ado, what is your favorite book? Think and Grow Rich. Favorite movie? 
Rocky. Is entrepreneurism a fad? No. If you had an unlimited amount of money and you could start up any business you wanted, not your own, what mm-hmm. would it be? I would have regenerative agroforests everywhere. I would reverse the acidification of the ocean through planting 1.2 trillion trees of food, air, and water for the planet. Wow. That's, wow. Okay. I know we got to get into that maybe afterwards. Sure. How do you feel about socks and sandals at a a business meeting? I think it's retarded. Sorry. (laughs) I don't even use that word, but I think that's stupid. Socks and sandals? Yeah. No way. Just wear sandals. I've, I've no. done it before. Socks, I've done it before, though? man. I just, just sandals. Now no I socks. told you. Now I told you. <laughs> Are you still going to look at me the same way? No. <laughs> I'd just say no so- socks or sandals, period. You got to choose one, right? Yeah. Socks and sandals. Don't, unless it's one of those like open-toed sandals, but the, to have a sock and have a sandal in between, nah, it doesn't go. I'm not <laughs> down with it. <laughs> now some more serious questions. How do okay. you drink your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Ooh, curveball. Tea? Nope. Let me guess. Only coconuts. Coconuts and water. <laughs> really? Yeah. No alcohol, no Ooh. coffee. It's not my thing. What is your favorite way to drink the coconut? Like, do you add anything to it? No, just fresh, man. Just fresh, cold from the coconut. Um, no, nah, that's, it's just simple. That's it. And if there's one thing that you consume every day, no coconuts, anything but yeah. the coconut, or you wear it on you or something, it just makes you you. What is that one thing? You eat it, drink it, or just wear it? Well, I wear this every day. This is a candle nut lei. This That's what caught my eyes. The, the state tree of Hawaii is the candle nut tree. Okay. And the Polynesians wore these to stay grounded and rooted to source. Uh, they call it the candle nut because when it's fresh off the tree, you can literally burn. It'll burn all night. Before candles were even in- invented, they used these. But I wear this every day to keep me grounded, keep me reminded that that's where I'm headed is Hawaii and the following the sunshine and the coconuts. This is what keeps me tapped in. Do you plan to move to Hawaii eventually? Oh, yeah. My plan is to have 5,000 acres in Hawaii and 5,000 acres in Puerto Rico. And we're going to create the first um, coconut supply for the United States. That's amazing. I love that. I, I can't wait to just keep po- you know posted on your journey on your story. And yeah, just, man. And just you know sh- let see you prove the sharks wrong. Oh yeah, I mean the, I, I'm just waiting. I can't. There's wait. no way we can lose. There's no way they can't be proved wrong because we're just growing this thing. It's just happening. Awesome. So, well, well, that's it for the lightning round. Guys, and thank you, thank you Coco for having Vinny, me. It's been a pleasure to have you on CocoTaps.com or at CocoTaps for you all over the social media anywhere you want to. Search, search, or Coco Vinny at Coco yeah, Vinny. And thanks again for having me on the show. Hey, you're I welcome. love what you're doing with the bosses. Yeah, bosses, boss, boss to boss podcast. <laughs> and, so uh, cool. You know, the mic is yours, uh, Coco Vinny. Any closing thoughts? It's yours. Um, really, just um, think about the planet and everything you do. We're really um, at a point. We're about 15 years away from not being able to to the point of no return. We're in a climate crisis right now. Not a people, a lot, not a lot of people know that. So. Eliminate single-use plastics, reuse, fix, eliminate as much as you can in your consumer behaviors because we're going from 7.6 billion people on the planet to over 10 billion, and we're not going to have enough food, air, water for all of us, and it's really that serious. So the regenerative movement, the regenerative entrepreneurialism, I want to be that voice to everyone out there. we got to start thinking about Mother Earth and doing things better. Mic drop. All right, man. That's it. There's Coco Love. I, I can't Thank say you. anything else. Coco Thank you Love. so much. Time for that Ciroc and those coconuts. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs>
That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is bossed, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>